0: Whatever life throws at you from the outside doesn't matter if it's negativity or positivity. You can respond to it in whatever way you uh, see fit. Welcome to Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you
1: for joining me here again today. Every week we meet here to break the stigma around mental health and to bring you insight and inspiration and lots of practical tips from personal stories or professionals around the world that share how they turn their journey of mental health into healing or to thriving. Together, we will break the stigma one story at a time. In mental health, together is always better. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm your host, Matana. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists one click away. Go check out BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Get 10% off your first month. Start your wellness now. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back. We are having the second episode with the amazing Naomi Pellet. Naomi, we've been having amazing response to your first episode and we left it with a cliffhanger. We left it out in the open that you, we shared your journey and we shared what you do every morning. What was that transformation from knowing that what the right thing to do and then actually saying, okay, I know what I need to do, I but I know what my hurdles on, and how do I overcome the hurdle? So in this episode, I want to talk about the mindset because you said that 80% of your transformation was mindset, 20% was eating, exercise, boundaries, all the other things. Naomi, we're going to deep dive into mindset and how we can apply it to any area of our recovery, essential part of our healing in general. If anybody didn't hear the first episode, stop listening now and go back to Naomi first episode. And we're going to drop the link in the show notes because you will not understand the context of what we're speaking about we ended up off saying that 80 percent is mindset can you elaborate a little bit on that and how you came to that clarity
0: i i talked to you about how i uh, utilized uh, the three principles do you remember in the last conversation and then i started reading more and listening to different podcasts and the more i read the book and was able to find my reasoning for why i wanted to make the changes because my changes i'd always i want to lose weight i want to lose weight because i want to because i want to lose weight because I didn't uh, want to be stared at. I want to lose weight because I wanted to be the girl that the boys wanted to go out with I was beautiful but because I was fat uh, they didn't see that beauty only like certain cultures saw that beauty my why was always dictated by a negative defense system or response to how I either thought other people thought me or how I felt about myself and when I changed my why into a positive so I started realizing if I made these changes what it could do for me. If I made these changes, what it would do. If I made these changes, I could go and run off my kids and be able to catch up with them. All these reasons for making the changes that had a positive spin on them rather than negatives that didn't. Now, one of my biggest whys now for continuing my journey, I want to get stronger and stronger. I don't want to be sick and I don't want to be weak. I want to feel the power within me. As a strong mother, a strong person with the will to do whatever I want and empowered by that. that's like where the shift happened. How did you know
1: to find a different why? How did you know that your why was not leading you? The why of last time of the past 20 years is not helping you. How did you know that I need to... Readjust or um, recalibrate or redefine my why. Having
0: accountability. When you surround yourself with the right people, the positive people, and the good people, their energy radiates off you. And you want to be like those people. You aspire to emulate those people. So when you start changing your circles, influence, then you get better. So, like I said, most of my journey started, weight loss and health journey started from October. 2018 my mentor who gave me my caps was very positive she had a great labor like an amazing labor with her babies when they were born at the beginning of November she was still working and bouncing around and she was juggling breastfeeding twins and having a child at home and nothing seemed to get her down and she was talking about all these positive things and then I joined the business and I was surrounded by other positive people globally and I was introduced to more podcasts meditations and various different things that when i was probably 9 10 used to go to insight seminars and all sorts of seminars that i've had such an influence on my mum. she came to a um, free seminar uh, summit with tony robbins and his crew at the beginning of january and she signed up for her, his three-day program and i did it with her in march not shabbat and she was the she was the weird jewish mother who was so different to all my friends' mothers who would travel, who like worked on her positivity and her self-esteem and like worked through all these things and had these different seminars. And I was always like, ugh, no, no. Oh, so
1: she was the positive mindset and you were rebelling against it your whole life.
0: Yeah, yeah, my whole life. And everyone comes to Israel or goes to like certain destinations for their holidays. No, we would go to Vengen in Switzerland. She would be hiking when I was eight years old and I was already uh, larger, me and her, my parents were divorced when I was uh, two. Me and her went on a cycling holiday around uh, Spain and we like cycled over as if you're cycling, it would be cycling to spot from the bottom, like that kind of a uh, steep hill all the way up to a monastery. And, very different things to the normal Jewish mother. My mother was very like uh, positive and always uh, tried to see things from a different uh, mindset. And that's that's how she got like through, presumably through. It was hard being a mother of uh, three children and divorced. And she was really strong and amazing. So I'd always fought it, but. Afterwards, I'd come back to it. Why do you think you fought
1: it all the years? Why do you think you had to go through your journey in order to see that what she was doing was right?
0: I don't know. Children always go against us, but don't always see what their parents see. And she may not have seen that till she went through her divorce, started looking into those places. My mum was always like an adventurer. She travelled overland at the age of twenty-three when she married my father. He wanted to make Aliyah to Israel, and he met her and. They ended up traveling and living in Australia and stuff. So it was, my mother was always an adventurer and very different from, she's from the provinces in England, Birmingham. People always find issues with their close family, with the closest people, are all, often the people that you can push back against there, the easiest. Maybe you
1: had to, I call it reach rock bottom in order to see what is the truth for you and redefine your why and maybe your why was right for then for the time that you were going through your finding yourself and then you're like wait I have to
0: redefine my why so who helped you redefine your why Friend, Nicole and I have like virtual mentors like people I listen to their podcasts and stuff and then I have a team of people that are like around me and like I have a community now like both within my business and outside of my business that of people that are like cheerleaders and you have people that aspire to be like you you have people that you want to be like and like that are like 10 steps ahead you try to be like them and I meet lots of therapists and healers and all sorts of people of all sorts of races and cultures around the world and I get stuff from everyone right now I'm reading two books I'm reading Gabrielle Bernstein's Judgment Detox that's all about Getting rid of, yeah, it's brilliant. Getting rid of judgment, how you judge others and how you judge yourself and detoxing from that and it uses EFT. And then I'm reading, I'm Jewish, I'm religious, but I'm reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Yeah. Like you can can get something, you can get wisdom from anywhere. And a lot of the stuff that he like talks about is like layman's language. Like I don't necessarily know the ins and outs that my husband learns every day because he learns the Torah and Gemara and stuff. Whereas if I talk about some of the stuff in this book about negativity and fear and stuff, and we have conversations, it's like really interesting because like it's all coming from the same place and it's yes. all like changing your mindset. And yes. it doesn't matter where you get it from. It's just how you like put it into action. in your.
1: Yeah. I love how you said that you have a team of people and that's exactly right. I often say you need a team. It takes a village. And they mm-hmm. change and the team and villages change when, as you walk through life and you can have a mentor that you're listening to, and then you outgrow, you take what you won from that mentor, and then you go to the next level and you graduate them. And then you go to the next team and some stay in the team and some change, some, some team member change. It's your tribe sure. that inspire you, that you grow, you give. It's like a give and take. And sometimes I say, sometimes the mentors don't even know that they, you're their mentors because you just listen to them or you read, or you go to the course. They don't even know that you bought their course or you read their books or whatever it is, their podcast, let's say Brene Brown or Jay Shetty, Gabrielle, all these people are mentors. They don't even know us. They don't even know who we are, but they're our mentors and they're our team. And we make sure Mm -hmm. that we stay in our mindset with the right people that will keep us focused. With the like-minded people, and I often say this, that when we go through our own journey of reborn, and I asked you, like, when you went through your own reborn journey, and you suddenly realize that some people are just toxic for you, and you put the boundaries in place, and that is the most healing experience when you say, okay, these are no longer good for me for the next version of myself. I need sure. to put boundaries. I need to make sure that they don't come into my circle because I'm so laser focused on staying positive and staying with my why, sticking to my core value. And when I drift to these people that don't understand where I'm going and they don't understand my mindset, they can be an influence on me for the negative where I don't want to. So just boundaries. And it's interesting how we transform with life from one stage to another. And we Absolutely. suddenly, and our team changes. And I love that you called it a team because it's really a team and it's hard to do it alone. It's really hard to do it alone. For me, Simon Sinek was a big finding. My, and I look into my why often also my coach John Israel we re, we look at our my why often and our why's can change and we should reflect into our why we can tweak our why because our core values change through our lives we can be a, have a core value today and next year it will be different because our situation and life changed so i love that so, so you had your team you had your mentors you defined your why and then What was your why? That you should be healthy for your children. They can run around with your kids. That you can live long. And it wasn't about the image, right? It was no
0: longer about the image. That's just a plus that I can. I went to the store today. I was walking and I was like, okay, I'm going to get some more and see if my clothes change because my tops are all too big. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll be honest, like, the last 27 days not every day is easy after surgery you've got all the anesthetic and I'm used to moving every day and I couldn't move as much and uh, some days it got down and today I yesterday I decided I was going to do my miracle morning and wake up and I didn't do the full Miracle Morning because I can't do the the exercises, but I did walk after my kids left, so I did do it later. I listened to uh, Abraham Hicks for fifteen minutes lying in my bed. Today is going to be a great day, and my morning started. What you go to sleep feeling and what you wake up doing, like, really affects how you see life and how your mindset is for the next.
1: How long did it take you to transform that belief to be- to say, okay? the miracle morning is what's going to make my, my future. So growing up, you didn't believe in the Mm -hmm. mindset and then you were shifting into this positivity, spirituality. How long did it take you to transform and to really say, are these affirmations really working? Is it really going to help me if I read? Is it really going to help? I'm I'm so heavy now to walk a half an hour. What is it going to do? Squats? What is it going to do? How did your negative voice not influence your mind that said, okay, this
0: is what I need to do? Because I I, I added habits one thing at a time and I did it consistently daily. And when you start seeing the, of your consistency, like John Maxwell says, consistency compounds. And it really does. And the more I do these things, the more I feel good. So why would I give them up? We fasted yesterday and like I said, I'm only going to put clean food inside me when I, for those of you who don't know, it was a dry fast, so there was no eating or drinking. I started my, I ended my fast with two liters of water. I was very naughty to myself. I'm naughty. It's not the end of the world. I had tea with milk in, which I wouldn't normally have, but we were at synagogue and I hadn't brought my chico. And uh, then I went home and I made myself a power smoothie, and that was it. In the olden days, I would have made sure I had chips, maybe ice cream. Yeah, Catherine. My husband made him stuff like, okay, he made air fried chips and he made me a couple of sweet potato ones. It wasn't the end of the world. I, I didn't want all the processed stuff. and I didn't want the 10, 1030 at night by the time. I just filled myself with a watermelon, heavy protein smoothie and it was delicious and it was like satisfying enough. And I woke up, my husband yesterday was completely, he always complains like this is something I don't know if it's mindset or what he actually ate. Three o'clock, he's like, Oh, my head, oh my body. And I'm like, I'm sure it's mindset. but he he must have had four different meals in the space of six hours on Saturday. Oh, I have to eat. I have to eat. I'm like, actually, the less you eat, the better you'll feel. Just drink. And he, he drinks a ton of water. How much of our complaining of what we like put ourselves through is mindset. When I run up a hill, for example, in the in the beginning, I'd be like, oh. God, this is so awful. I can't do this. And now, uh, I hope it's still like this in 15 days. That's when I'm allowed to run again. I'll be like, yeah, let's run. And how I'm going to feel at the top of that hill. Like you can do, your body can do whatever. Okay. Unless you've got a disability or an ailment, your body can do whatever you tell your body. Whatever is in the natural realm,
1: I always say. Mm -hmm. If someone else could do it, so could you. As long as, as you say, there's no disability. Even with disabilities, we can find a way. I have a very good friend, Mona. Her leg was Mm -hmm. amputated. She climbed the Mount of Everest when I can't even climb Harnof Hills. And she put her mind to it. She's like, just because my Mm -hmm. leg was amputated doesn't mean I can't. It might take me longer it might hurt me more, but Mm -hmm. I could. And she now has a whole following for people with amputees that have prosthetics and she motivates them to do more than they feel like their life ends. And how many runners do we see that I have, I had a, a podcast with a guy that's a double amputee and he's a athlete. He runs. He said, I'm not going to let my lack of legs stop me from running. So it's the mindset is what the stories we tell ourselves. And I often talk about this. What's the story? What's the narrative of the story? Mm -hmm. Now, what I often get pushed back on is when you practice gratitude all the time, when you do positivity, Mm -hmm. when is it toxic positivity and people really confuse toxic positivity with mindset. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? You don't even see it as toxic positivity. You say, it's my choice to be grateful. It's my choice to see opportunities. It's my choice to be happy. Even though I have challenges, I'm not denying my challenges. I'm not denying that I don't have a hard days, uh-huh. but I am choosing to dwell where things are going well. And in my positive mindset versus the negative things that are constantly
0: going on. So I believe that mindset really is linked to whether you're grounded or not. And it's a lot, maybe mindset's not the right word, but like working on being grounded and having that like inner strength and uh, self-esteem and confidence, believe in your truth, whatever that truth is, and to do what is good for that truth whatever life throws at you from the outside doesn't matter if it's negativity or positivity you can you you can respond to it in whatever way you uh, see fit i have a, a really good friend and i love her dearly and i spend a lot of time with her she always like laughs at people who like post about gratitude and positivity all the time she's like oh it's so fake are oh, you calling me fake no but just stop posting that stuff. I'm like, but that's Mina. Mostly positive person. Why do you
1: think it bothers her?
0: She sees it as fake. She sees the world that we live in. I don't know if it's the world we live in or the circles that I'm surrounded in now because of that's how I, what I'm attracting. This is law of attraction. I'm seeing most like 90%. I don't, I stopped following fake people on fake Instagram all about Bozzy's positivity, whether you're slim, fat, skinny tall short whatever it is but like the like showing the positive and the real and the natural rather than all the fake stuff and like being surrounded in that you're you don't have to see the negative negativity and you sometimes bad things they do happen but when you're most when you're looking for only the good and that's why gratitude is when people start gratitude journaling they're like oh i'm so grateful for my husband I'm so grateful that I can walk and I have two legs. But then as you're doing it every day and you're trying to find new things, you're looking for things to be grateful for. When someone's looking for stuff to be grateful for, you're not looking to complain and see the negativity. You're seeing life in a different way. And, you know, I have been a stinker for complaining about my awful surgeon who did not do what he told me he was going to do. And I I was just complaining and I'm telling people and, I'm sending my friends pictures like he didn't do what he promised me he was going to do. And I was like, wait, I can take charge of this. This is my responsibility. I'm not going to let. This is a judgment, okay? This is all about the judgment. Mm-hmm. Like Someone who like thinks they're better than me. And I I know he thinks he's better than me the way he spoke to me. But that could be my judgment on him as well as right. the fact that he is. And I'm not going to let someone control how I feel. And he said to me, but you're fat. And <laughs> that's what he said to me. So you know, I'm oh. going to go and take it off myself and. Find someone and uh, a better person.
1: Make a choice to no longer be a victim to this circumstances. Mm-hmm. Choices. We have choices. Instead of being a victim, yeah. make a choice and say, I'm choosing to either stay with it for the benefit. Sometimes we make a choice to mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to stay with the surgeon because he's excellent in his surgery, terrible with bedside manners. I'm willing to suffer through the bedside manners in order to have incredible hands touch me. I'm willing to do that. And that's a choice. And that's a choice. And the realize, okay, so you chose to no longer be a victim to his verbal abuse and his attitude. And Mm -hmm. you said, I have a choice. It's my body. I'm not going to surround myself with negative voices. That are touching my body. that are coming in contact with my body. And 100%, I want to share with you what I posted this morning. I say, the more you count your blessings, the less you will notice your struggles. Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? Many people ask me, what did I do in order to create this wellness that I'm living in? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset, boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about, forgiveness, self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others, essential for healing. If you want to work one-on-one with me in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of, click the link below in the show notes. It's a custom-made program for you, one-on-one with me. We will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create a better well-being. Click the link below looking forward to working with you And now enjoy the rest of the episode. And it's not because your struggles are not there. it's because you're starting to notice more and more of your blessings and it's natural. You said look for them and we after we start looking for them, we start noticing them without looking and then mm-hmm. we start noticing the good. the hard times come but we don't dwell there. That's the difference. Well, in the hard stuff, sometimes we do have to dwell. Sometimes we do have to. Somebody passes away. We have to dwell there. That's the time. But it doesn't mean that we don't have to see also good things within the situation or outside of the situation that's going on somewhat simultaneously. And and that's the mindset of saying, even though, and I feel bad for your friend because they're missing out on the joy of gratitude and experiencing what it's like to live in a positive mindset. Of I choose to see what's good. I choose to welcome the good because it's a choice. And I right. feel that those that and, and with no judgment, because I was that person that was like, oh, fake. Until life taught mm. me that if I don't tap into it, I'm miserable. And right. gratitude is, pays the best dividends. And if you have to start to fake it first, you can fake it first. But at the end of the day, it changes something in your mind. There's a great book, A Complaint-Free World. Did you read it? No, not yet. Fantastic. Fantastic. And it's about a guy that realized that he complained so many times a day. So he said every time for, for things that are irrelevant, oh, I'm so hot. Oh, um, it's raining. Oh, the line is so long at the bank. Oh, And he noticed that all these complaints are attracting negative energy. And he said, what if sure. I change it to a gratitude? Not for the long line in the bag, but for something else. Right. Oh, wow. I have a car. I was able to drive to the bed. Oh, my God. I was able to breathe on my own. Oh, my God. I had an amazing cup of coffee. Oh, my goodness. I walked into my own home. I am so lucky. Oh, my goodness. I have a pair of shoes. I'm not barefoot. All these things. If we counted our blessings as much as we complain, the mm-hmm. complaining will go short. And he started this bracelet that he, every time he complained, he switched a hand to remind him. And he had to start I over. Was. He had to do a certain amount of day. I highly recommend it. I always say, if anybody wants Amazing. to start with something, start with the book, the, A Complaint-Free World. Fantastic. And then it goes into gratitude, and then it goes into the mindset, and then it goes into the law of attraction because they're all the same right. thing. And then we start building the tribe, the, your community that you were talking about, your team, and naturally we gravitate to the people that
0: are speaking the same language as us. Really interesting because Jay Shetty talked about this complaining about what you're saying, and he one of the uh, things that I one of the things I did last week or two weeks ago was every day I did up things I said. Yeah, so that's it. The highlight there is to get less and less. We can try and get to zero. You don't even
1: realize how many complaints we do until we start noticing them. And it's, yeah, and it's powerful. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. So, last time you mentioned to us your morning routine, right? Your morning mm-hmm. routine, which is all about creating that foundation for the day. We're creating a positive foundation for the day because that's going to receive, that's going to be the vessel for the day. What's going to come through this funnel? because our day is a funnel. And when we create the funnel and clean the funnel, only good things will come. Now, what good I say good, because we believe that even when the negative comes, it's for the good. Of- so mm-hmm. we I believe and I think you believe the same that even when hard stuff comes, it's for our good. It's the, how are we going to grow through this. What how are we going to make meaning for this? How are we going to go to the next level? of who we are. So this grounding that you do in the morning, did you used Mm -hmm. to see it as a task and it was hard to do, like to wake up at 4. You had a live this morning that you spoke about the energy in the morning. Uh, Do you have energy in the morning? So you now have a lot of energy in the most people to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. That's hard. That's really hard. You have to be committed. So
0: No, so you don't have to wake up at 4.30. The reason I wake up at 4.30 is because when I was working an hour and 20 minutes from my house was when I first started doing it in January 2020 and my house at six o'clock. So in order to they say you need an hour in the morning, 10 minutes for everything, the six things. I need more because I do 20 to 40 minutes of uh, working out. So I need an hour and a half. So 4.30, I'd have to wake up, have a really fast shower and leave. My house by six six fifteen. Uh, that's why I started so early, and you know I just got into the habit. But I try to make sure that I get seven hours of sleep. Yeah, if I don't get to bed early enough, then it's more like five ish. But that's why it was originally. And uh, tired in the um, morning or not? No, but one really important thing that is crucial is this is my biggest struggle: is not looking at my phone before. I- yeah,
1: to just there is nothing before you complete the miracle morning there's no tapping into the next thing before you complete your yeah. foundation yeah so what do
0: you and do so serious. your phone is on off you wake up at 4 30 i do sometimes it's priming with uh, tony uh, robbins which is visualization and meditation in one so it's silence affirmations which is really important so i actually have a few things written down that I sometimes do this before I even do the meditation. I have it on small cards written about I, I am this and the other and I'm earning this amount of money and I, I, I'm i this healthy and I weigh this and stuff. And I say it three times in the mirror. I have three different cards and I update them sometimes. So it's like you write what you want, but as if it already happened. I'm so grateful that I'm now earning $20,000 a month, whatever the things that you want and I repeat it three times I try I have reminders on my phone so that I do it a few times a day because the more times you do it like the more it like goes in but you because your body believes it and also there are angels that are saying amen to everything that you're saying so you might um, but your firstly your body doesn't know positivity and negativity so it just does what you say but the angels uh, apparently say amen more when you say negativity and uh, yeah that's one thing i do he talks about he talks about the
1: power of the now bring that feeling of the mm-hmm. whatever you're yearning to to the now as if it happened and right. say it with affirmation and feel what it feels
0: like and then you're, the future is in the now and you can even go as far as to record yourself saying like a story like about your day and what you do every day from i wake up in the morning i walk down to the seafront like you can imagine that if you wanted to live by the sea and like literally you walk out your back door and you're on the sea and stuff like that, on the beach and you can write your whole day as if it happened and then you can keep saying it, but you can also record yourself and then you can play it back. That's another thing you can do. So, that is uh, affirmations, visualization, exercise. So, I read, it's for reading, R is reading, and ascribing. Scribing is really important. That's the gratitude. So, if there's a goal or a task I want to do in a short amount of time. idea that um, five, 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 you write down five things you want to happen, uh, five, uh, 50 lines, repeat the same thing 50 times for five days. And explain, explain free. that. Give me an example. Say, for example, that you want three new clients in July and you haven't had the it's, I'm going to have new clients. You might even say who their name is. And uh, $10,000 revenue by this July. And you just say it. You just write it 50, 50 times? times for five days. Wait, mm-hmm.
1: you say it and write it 50 times? Every yeah, day you're time. rewriting? every day you're yeah. rewriting you're literally mm-hmm. writing it not typing no. you write it down so it has
0: to be five things it doesn't have to be five my friend missed that's why i'm getting confused five days of 50 lines of what you want and it can be up to five things i think that's five, five
1: days five repeating it for f- 50 times but you have to write it so first you write it and then you say it 50 times or as you're writing no, it you're you write it. it
0: you write lines 50 times but you like You'll normally write you you have to think so that's why you have yeah. to remember to write it And like mine suddenly change sometimes changes because i'm thinking so much well, actually I, it normally works if you- i'm still unclear i'm still un- okay I,
1: I need to get this okay. i i love these things because it's all about visualizing and manifesting and i'm i'm a huge believer in manifesting okay sure. so I,
0: I i want this to remember whose whose theory is i have to we'll I'll-
1: google it we'll google it so again So you write it down.
0: Yeah. like when you notice it's something that... At what
1: point are you reading it? Are you first reading, writing 50 and then you read it for 50 times? Or as you're you're writing, writing, as you're writing, you're saying, let's say my thing is I want to be in Israel for Sukkot with my family and with the Corona restrictions now, we don't know if we can. And last year Mm -hmm. we actually manifested it when no one was getting in, no one got in, no one. Yeah. Almost. But but my family is not. And none of us were vaccinated
0: first degree
1: relative but my f- husband is not and i don't live He's there your husband oh. no but i don't live there oh, we can't okay. we couldn't anyway it's a miracle and we got into israel so we're trying to manifest wow. this again that if it's the right thing uh-huh. for our family to be in israel for sukkot uh-huh. that we can visit my son that's going to yeshiva there right. so let's say i'm going to say i am in israel because it's already happened yeah. i am in israel with right. my fam- my whole entire media family and my mm. husband and children for this 2021 very specific mm-hmm. we have to be very yeah, specific absolutely not I'm going to I am in Israel called 2021 with my family in harnof enjoying my entire family visiting my son in Israel with Ari and the children Effortless. effortlessly and I could write it yeah. and just write it 50 times and say it yeah. for five days and what happens after five days do we reevaluate? Do we it's reevaluate like or not? Or if like it didn't happen yet, should we leave it alone? Should we continue until it happens? Oh,
0: I'll find out because normally it happened for me when I did it. So don't start do big things. Tomorrow. So let's
1: say, for example, when you were starting to work out, right?
0: I only I only introduced this recently. I'm
1: saying let's take a scenario yeah. that you knew about mm-hmm. it when you started to work out, and mm-hmm. when you started to work out, how many pounds did you weigh? How many kilos? When I first started working,
0: I was down i think 124 no how much did you start when you said okay my highest 154 but when i like committed to myself into that 2000, october 2018 i was 124 now i'm 70 ish
1: so then so when you say when you were the highest and something rational it can't be i'm going to weigh 70 kilo in the next week when you're 150 you can't do no. something Irrational. I'm
0: going to lose two pounds. I'm going to lose two pounds. This week. So
1: small. So you're saying don't do something outrageous. Do something
0: small,
1: little, tangible, realistic. Mm -hmm. And let's say you want a big miracle. Let's say somebody is fighting crazy depression and debilitating anxiety. What can they say? I'm going to heal from this anxiety. I'm going to heal from this anxiety by the end of the week. Is it rational? Or you can say
0: I'm going... I'm going to feel better within myself or something that could you say heal the whole thing like make start steps. to make shift, yeah but like a, a realistic step that that can actually happen in the short period of time for that person
1: I often tell me yeah so I often tell my clients we don't write it down so much but we do the affirmations mm-hmm. and the karate chop with DFT so I often say that we should say I'm open to receiving the right mentors to lead me towards healing I'm open right to the possibility I'm ready to heal I'm ready to let go of what's holding me back i am so these things that are not big but they are affirmations to myself that we're trying to move forward we're no longer stuck i'm i'm inviting the universe to send me the right mentors i'm inviting the right people to help me in my journey of healing so those are so we can make big statements but they're dangerous and we have to like be make sure that they're tangible make sure that they're tangible right Okay, fine. One of my last questions to you, because we got to go. Let's say you hired a fitness coach two years ago. You had no mindset. You were still in your old mindset. You were not gravitating towards your mother's mindset. You were stuck in that. But you hired a coach that will work out with you and put you on a diet and do all the right thing. But you were still in that negative space. Do you think you would be where you are now with your and there would be like your accountability, work out with you three times a day and run and do an, and strict diet and all yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that was I did this uh, thing called which is uh, Transform Twenty, and there were three. It was six weeks and it was commit. It was no, it was something commit and Sean T, who's like a fitness coach, but it's a uh, it's beach body. I was I just use Beach Body workouts. I don't use all that anything. I was part of an accountability group and stuff, but like the actual workout, the guy is like, come on, we can do this. And even if you're using the modifier, that the way they're talking, it's like helping you to change your mindset. It's you know, yeah, I managed to do this, I'm not gonna give up and this, that, and the other. And every day after like during during my workouts, I would hate it, but afterwards I would feel amazing. So I'd keep going. And like, even now, like sometimes I work out once a week with my friend, uh, Danielle. And it's so amazing. Like we push each other. She's like super strong. She's from heart. She used to live in Harald. She's super strong. And, and she does Krav Maga and she's a personal trainer and everything. But we both push each other and it's really fun. And during the 45 minutes of an hour workout, it's like some of it's like tough, but you just keep going because you know you're going to feel good.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by EmotionallySensitive.com. Are you struggling with overwhelming intense emotions? Check out EmotionallySensitive.com's online DBT skills course today. Again, that's EmotionallySensitive.com.
0: You have to find something that you're willing to try for maybe a week or two weeks. And if it makes you feel good and you continue going, like you keep consistent for a week, two weeks, and you start seeing, feeling different, then you're going to keep going at it. And meditation is hard for me, and yoga is hard for me. But sometimes, like, they make me feel good. So meditation definitely makes me feel good. So I keep doing it and doing it till it's, like, part of what makes me feel great. And it's easy for people nowadays to go and search online for, like, affirmations for any topic they want or EFT for any topic. Find mentors, find people that will Mm -hmm. inspire them and continue once you find someone that you resonate with and you use that person like in whatever capacity so it helps to keep you consistent but if you find things and you're not really sure and you're umming and ironing and you don't really connect that's when like you don't keep it stuff so it's all about finding you finding the right accountability people finding mentors doing things that will help you feel better now i'm doing focus five i think i shared it with you a free program which is focusing on five things drink two liters of water a day three um write three things in your gratitude journal and move your body for 30 minutes or do meditation what else oh have a whole food smoothie one a day and eat one or on fruit or veg every day and for some people, that's going to be a huge mountain to come., My group is called uh, Shine Brighter Together. And the whole idea is we are all lights and not everyone is sharing their light and not everyone feels that they want to share their light or feels that they're enough. But like having a group where everyone is respected and can share whatever they want, whenever they want it pushes one another to feel like better. Oh, but do I have to share my sweaty self? It's no. I when I started being accountable and sharing in my stories and sharing them in the accountability group that I was once in, I would take a photo I would take a screenshot of the people working out and I would put my head on one of the uh, people that were working out. You can I used to take photos of my feet on the step next to the next to my weight. Like you you mm. can do Whatever you want. You don't even have to. You can just say, I drank, I moved my body. You can just write it. You can do it in whatever way you want. But I'm telling you, the vibe being accountable, like it's not just about finding a, a fitness coach or finding going to weight watch speaking to them once a week. It's actually like having that daily check in with a, a mentor or someone that say, you trust or in a community that can actually, like even a, no one's telling anyone to that they have to do this, that, and the other. It's your choice, but being part of a group, feeling like that you're worthy enough invest the energy in yourself, it can make a massive difference. It certainly made a massive difference. The how i saw the world and how my mindset and now my health has changed thank you naomi thank you for ju- sharing your
1: journeys and your tips so helpful how do people get to be in your group or
0: work one-on-one with you what services do you have so i have my com- different communities so i have shine brighter together community at facebook um on facebook you can search me uh naomi Paled p-e-l-l-e-d on Instagram, I'm Nami Pillard uh, underscore natural and healthy because everything I do is natural and healthy. No toxic chemicals involved. I run different programs. I just finished Kickstart 10, which is which helps people to uh, get into healthy and to get to be like clean eating and get to base where you feel like the best you felt, and then you start introducing foods and use a plate method and different methods. I share different products, like I've talked about. My capsules have completely changed my life. I, I work one-on-one with people on their mindset because I tell people, I, I come across a lot of people that want to go do drastic things like weight loss surgery. And you now I say, even if you decide to go down that avenue, you have to work on your mindset and how you're going to approach life afterwards. Because it's all well and good. There are people that have had tummy tucks and different surgeries, classic surgeries, but if you don't change your habits and your way of seeing nothing's going to change you're going to go and spend all this money having surgery to make yourself look like Kim Kardashian or something and then you're just going to go and eat like you did before the surgery and you're just going to put more weight on and you're just going to stretch your skin and nothing's ever going to be able to be fixed like I help people with the methods that I've used to get to where I am now and it's I'm still working pro-bear There's no such thing as perfection it's like life is one long journey of Working to be the, your best possible self.
1: So, how does one contact you if they want to work with you?
0: Oh, by yeah. Uh, oh, I'll give you. Uh, so you can add it to show notes. My WhatsApp uh, business link, my Instagram, Facebook, TikTok or email me at naomi at gmail.com I'm it's all naomi pellet at gmail.com my instagram is naomi pellet underscore natural and healthy i think that's the same on uh, tiktok and uh, naomi pellet on facebook i have uh, shine bright together and i have my business page is naomi's odyssey to to better life how many people are in your shine group that's a, a more recent one. So that is only about 70, but like it's growing. So I have other groups that have more people in and I'm trying to like move people over to shine. Bright.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your journey, your wisdom, your experience, your passion, your life. You so really, you so I could talk to you for days and because I we relate on so many levels to the same mindset mm-hmm. exercises and it's inspiring to see different people that accomplished different goals, but with the same tools. So I did it for my mental health recovery to get off medication and to heal from depression and anxiety. You did it for changing your eating habits, your weight loss to feeling healthy. Somebody else did it in order to leave a toxic relationship and start over in their life. We could use the same tools, the Mm -hmm. same tools throughout life to accomplish goals. Isn't that fascinating? It's fascinating. I just spoke to somebody that cured from cancer with mindset. Now not everybody does that. but And she was in the holistic realm, but she wanted to try that versus other things that were scary to her. We can also use mindset while we use traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. I started with mindset while I was on my medication for depression, I needed And this week's post is I got on medication in order to get off medication. I needed to get on it, that my mind should be a little bit stable, that I can work with my mindset in order to empower my mindset over my depression so I can get off my medication. Now, every situation is different. Some people can't get off medication. And some people just improve their mindset with medication for the rest of their life. And that's great. But the mindset tools goes through any adversity. And that's the beauty. Any adverse, apply the mindset tools. And there are so many out there. Find the ones, like you said, find the one that fits you. Find what inspires you. Find the team. Find your mentors. Find your team. Your hidden mentors that don't even know that you're, they're mentoring you and walk alongside them. And if it doesn't inspire you, move to the next one because there's no two that are the same and many out there yeah. and mm-hmm. and and just find your path and create your toolbox of inspiration of mine and apply and start moving one step at a time. Thank you, everybody. If you got inspired by this and you had even one tip that you're going to try, maybe forward this episode to somebody that can... Gain from this and might even change their life. Bye till next time.